0: Hey guys welcome back, so this is Krishna Sivankar and welcome to my first podcast, so on this channel I make um, NCERT class 11th and class 12th podcast, so today we will start class 12th physics chapter 1 electric charges and fields and uh, this is first, so in this today we will do class uh, 1, sorry chapter 1 electric charges and fields, NCERT podcast. So today, we'll do 1.1 introduction, 1.2 electric charges, verification of electricity and magnetism and conductors and insulators. So today we'll do till 1.3 and tomorrow we'll start, uh, tomorrow or in the evening today, we'll start from 1.4. Some extra points will also be shared in this video, sorry, in this podcast. So stay tuned and let's start. On 110. 3, 2, 1. Good. Chapter 1 Electric Charges and Fields 1.1 Introduction All of us have the experience of seeing a spark or hearing a crackle when we take off our synthetic clothes or sweater. Particularly in dry weather, this is almost inevitable with ladies' garments like a polyester sari. Have you ever tried to find any explanation for this phenomenon? Another common example of electric discharge is the lightning that we see in the sky during thunderstorms. We also experience a sensation of an electric shock either while opening the door of a car or holding the iron bar of a bus after sliding from a seat. The reason for this experience is discharges of electric charges through body. body. Okay. So one question arises in our mind, why do we get shock? So we get shock because, uh, because of discharge of electric charges through our body which, uh, which were accumulated due to rubbing of insulating surfaces. You might have also heard that this is due to generation of static electricity. This is precisely the topic we are going to discuss in this and the next chapter. Static means anything that does not move or change with time. Electrostatic deals with the study of forces, fields and potentials arising from static charges. So this was 1.1 introduction. And uh, let's start with 1.2 Electric Charges Historically, the credit of discovery of the fact that amber rubbed with wool or silk cloth attracts light objects goes to Thales of Miletus, Greece, around 600 BC BC. Before Christ. The name electricity is coined from the Greek word electron meaning amber. Many such pairs of materials were known which on rubbing could attract light objects like straw, pit balls and bits of paper. You can perform the following activities at home to experience such an effect. Cut out long thin strips of white paper and lightly iron them. Take them near TV screen or computer monitor, you will see that the strips get attracted to the screen. In fact, they remain stuck to the screen for a while. It was observed that if two glass rods rubbed with wool or silk cloth and brought close to each other, they repel each other. The The two strands of wool or two pieces of cloth with which the rods were rubbed, also repel wool wool attracted each other. Sorry, also repel each other. However, the glass rod and wool attracted each other. Similarly, two plastic rods rubbed with cat fur repelled each other, but attracted the fur. On the other hand, the plastic rod attracts the glass rod and repels the silk or wool with which the glass rod is rubbed. The glass rod repels the fur. If a plastic rod rubbed with fur is made to touch two small pit balls, nowadays we can use polystyrene balls suspended by silk or nylon, nylon thread then the balls repel each other and are also repelled by the rod. A similar effect is found if the pit balls are touched with glass rod. A similar effect is found if the pit balls are touched with the glass rod rubbed with silk. A dramatic observation is that pit ball touched with glass rod attracts another pit ball attached with plastic rod. (coughs) These seemingly simple facts were established from year of effort and careful experiments and their analysis. It was concluded after many careful studies by different scientists that there were only two kinds of entity which is called the electric charge we say that the body is like glass uh, um, is like glass or, or plastic rods silk fur and pit balls are electrified they acquire an electric charge on rubbing the experiments on pit balls suggest suggested that there are 2 kinds of electrification and we find that like charges repel and unlike charges attract each other. The experiments also demonstrated that the charges are transferred from the rod to the pit balls on contact. It is said that the pit balls are electrified or are charged by contact. The property which differentiates the 2 kinds of charges are called the polarity of charge Okay, so underline that the property of the property which differentiates the two kinds of charges is called property of charge when a glass rod is rubbed with silk the rod acquires one kind of charge and the silk acquires a second kind of charge this is true for any pair of objects that are rubbed to be electrified now if the electrified glass rod is brought in contact with silk with which it was rubbed they no longer attract each other. They also do not attract or repel other light objects as they did on being electrified. <coughs> Thus the charges acquired after rubbing are lost when the charge bodies are brought in contact. What can you conclude from this object uh, observations? It just tells us that unlike charges acquired by the objects, neutralize or nullify each other's effect. Therefore, the charges were named as positive and negative by the American scientist Benjamin Franklin. We know that when we add a positive number to a negative number of the same magnitude, the sum is zero. This might have been the philosophy in naming the charges as positive and negative. By convention, the charge on glass rod or cat's fur is called positive and that on plastic rod or silk is termed negative. If an object possesses an electric charge, it is said to be electrified or charged. When it has no charge, uh, sorry. When it has no charge on glass rod or cat's fur, it is called positive. I'm sorry. Uh, I have to start this again. Okay, okay, got it. When it has no charge, it is said to be electrically neutral. Sorry that uh, that message arrived. That's why I was confused. Okay, so uh, this was your yeah, 1.2, but unification uh, and uh, of electricity and magnetism is not so important. It's just the old theory of uh, older days electricity and how electricity and magnetism got fused by Ampere and Faraday in 1820 and Oersted uh, with Dutch physicist Lawrence and. Uh, electro- electricity and magnetism combined and made a new field that is called electromagnetism. Electromagnetic force is one of the fundamental forces of nature. And uh, the unification was achieved when the Scottish physicist Maxwell <coughs> and the Dutch physicist Lawrence put forward a theory where they showed the interdependence of these two subjects and this field was called electromagnetism. Let's start next. A simple apparatus to detect charge on the body is the gold leaf electroscope. It consists of a vertical metal rod housed in a box with two thin gold leaves attached to its bottom end. When a charge object touches the metal knob at the top of the rod, charge flows onto the leaves and they diverge. The degree of divergence is an indicator of amount of charge. Underline the sentence, the degree of divergence is an indicator of the amount of charge students can make a simple electroscope as follows take a thin aluminum curtain rod with ball ends fitted okay so this is the experiment you can read by home i think yeah to understand how electroscope works use the white paper strips we use for we use for seeing the attraction of charged bodies Fold the strips into uh, into your hands into half so that you make a mark of fold open the strip and iron it lightly with the mountain fold as shown up in uh, figure 1.3 ok so if you have anxiety you can do this or uh, if you are listening just listen. This shows that the strip has acquired charge on ironing. When you fold into half, both the halves have the same charge, hence they repel each other. Okay. So, the same effect is seen in the leaf electroscope on charging the curtain rod by touching the ball end with an electrified body. Charge is transferred to the curtain rod and the attached aluminium foil. Both the halves of the foil get similar charge and therefore repel each other. The divergence in the leaves depend on the amount of charge on them. Let us first try to understand why material bodies acquire charge. You know that all matter is made up of atoms or molecules, although normally the materials are electrically neutral, they do consider charges, but their charges are exactly balanced. Forces that hold molecules together, forces that hold atoms together in a solid, the adhesive force of glue, force, assu- forces associated with surface tension, all are basically electrical in nature, arising from the force between charged particles. And the, uh, every field associated with our life, it is therefore essential that to learn more about such a force. Okay, so oh, wait a while. to electrify a neutral body, we need to add or remove one kind of charge. When we say that a body is charged, we always refer to this excess charge or deficit of charge. In solid, some of the electrons being less tightly bound in the atom are the charges which are transferred from one body to the other. A body can thus be charged positively by losing some of its electrons Similarly, a body can be charged negatively by gaining electrons. When we rub a glass rod with silk, some of the electrons from the rod are transferred to the silk cloth. Thus, the rod gets positively charged and the silk gets negatively charged. No new charge is created in the process of rubbing. Also the number of electrons that are transferred is a very small fraction of the total number of electrons in the material body. Also only the less tightly bound electrons in the material body can be transferred from it to another by rubbing. Therefore when a body is rubbed with another, the bodies get charged get charge, and that is why we have to stick certain pairs of materials to notice charging on rubbing the bodies. So we have completed 1.2 electric charge, total we have 1.15. We have 15 topics in Chapter 1: Electric Charges and Fields. Uh, So we have completed two, so remaining 13. So remaining 13. uh, I think we can do conductors and insulators. Okay, so we will do conductors and insulators now. If it completes in 10 minutes, we will uh, stop the first at in 25 minutes. So let's start conductors and insulators. 1.3 Conductors and Insulators. A metal rod held in a hand and rubbed with walls will not show any sign of being charged. However if a metal rod with a wooden or plastic handle is rubbed without touching its metal part it shows sign of charging. Suppose Suppose we connect one end of a copper wire to a neutral pit ball and the other end to a negatively charged plastic rod we will find that the pit ball acquires a negatively charged, uh, negative charge. If a similar experiment is repeated with a nylon thread or a, a rubber band, no transfer of charge will take place from the plastic rod to the pit ball. Why does the transfer of charge not take place from the rod to the ball? Some, subst- sub- subst- some substances readily allow passage electricity through them and others do not Uh, sorry guys I was drinking water that's why that substances. those which allow electricity to pass through them easily are called conductors so conductors are those which allow electricity to pass through them easily they have electric charges electrons that are comparatively free to move inside okay so they can move inside freely inside the material metals human and animal bodies and earth are conductors, metals, human, animal bodies on earth. Earth is also a conductor. Most of the non-metals like glass, porcelain, plastic, nylon would offer high resistance to the passage of electricity through them. They are called insulators. Okay, so most of the non-metals like glass, porcelain, plastic, nylon, would offer a high resistance to passage electricity to them. They are insulators. Okay. Most substances fall into one of the two classes stated above. When some charge is transferred to a conductor, it readily gets distributed over the entire surface of the conductor. In contrast, if some charge is put to put on an insulator, it stays at the same place. You will learn why this happens in the next chapter. So the next chapter is electrostatic potential and capacitance. This property of the material tells you why a nylon, plas- nylon or a plastic comb gets electrified on combing dry hair or on rubbing, but a metal, elect- uh, but the metal article like spoon does not. The charge on metal leaks through our body to the ground as both are conductors of electricity. When we bring a charged body in contact with the earth, all the excess charge on the body disappears by causing. A momentary current to pass through the ground through connecting conductor such as our body this process of sharing the charges with the earth is called grounding or earth okay i'll read this again when we bring a charged body in contact with the earth all the excess charge on the body disappears by causing a momentary current to pass to the uh, ground through the connecting conductor such as our body and this process is called Uh, This process of sharing the charges with the earth is called grounding or earthing. Earthing provides a safety measure for electrical circuits and appliances. A thick metal plate is buried deep into the earth and thick wires are drawn from this plate. These are used in buildings or uh, for the purpose of earthing near the main supply. The electric wiring in in uh, Our houses has three wires, live, neutral and earth. The first two two electric current in uh, the power station and the third is earth by connecting it to the buried metal plate. Metallic bodies of the electric appliances such as electric iron, refrigerators, tv are connected to the earth wire. When any fault occurs or live wire touches the metallic body, the charge flows through the earth without damaging the appliance. And without causing any injury to the humans this would be the other this would have otherwise become uh, this would have otherwise been unavoidable since the human body is a conductor of electricity uh, here is a main point there is a third category called semiconductors which offer resistance to the moment of charges which is intermediate between the two conductors and insulators so here we have completed 1.3 remaining 1.12 um, 12 topics are remaining in the next podcast we'll also cover some important points from 1 point one till 1 point3 So we'll end this now please uh, come in the next podcast podcast 2 and in podcast 2 we'll cover 1.4 and uh, 1.5. Probably we can cover 1.6 also, but 1.4 and 1.5 will be covered. So, goodbye, be safe, and let's crack it. Goodbye.